Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Online remains your number one source for all your college betting this season. Get analysis of every play, prop, and point at Bet Online. You'll find the latest odds, bracket contests, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online. Updated odds for everything from live games, the conference championships, right through the Final Four and championship game. Bet Online is your college basketball headquarters this season. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus. Bet online where the game starts. All right, folks, this is Jeremy Evans. I'm the host of the California Sports Lawyer Podcast. As always, appreciate you being with us and uh, spending your time with us listening in. Uh, it's always humbling and, and appreciate that you do. Uh, and also uh, thankful for the fact that we are uh, in uh, the third season of being the number one uh, sports law podcast in the world. So uh, really appreciate uh, everybody listening in. We have a very interesting episode today. This is episode 13 of season five. Hard to believe we're already in the fifth season. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the purchase of WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment, and uh, it's being purchased by Endeavor. Now, this is going to get a little confusing. Endeavor is the company that also owns um, w, uh, WME, which is William Morris Endeavor, which used to be William Morris, uh, a famous talent agency going back to you know 1898. And they also own IMG, uh, which is a college uh, representation. Um, and um, it, it really IMG is is many things. And on one in one hand, it's a training ground for college athletes, and they have uh, camps and this sort of thing. But it's also uh, representation for college athletes and NIL deals. Uh, it's also a sports agency, which was formed by Mark McCormick. In addition to that, they also own. Uh, this is talking about Endeavor. They also own UFC, the Ultimate Fighting Championship. They also own PBR. Uh, that's not Path Blue Ribbon. That is the Professional Bull Riders. And they own a host of other properties um, and just a very well-recognized, well-known well company. And they are now purchasing World, uh, World Wrestling Entertainment, which, of course, is Vince McMahon's property. And, of course, with... Um, with Endeavor, you think about Ari Emanuel and Patrick Whitesell. So um, clearly uh, a very powerful company. And with World Wrestling Entertainment or WWE, right? Very famous company. This is not only for the entertainment value, but also, um, you know, there was some involvement with, uh, um, you know, when you think about, you know, in the 1970s and 1980s and 1990s, how popular wrestling was. And all the characters that came out of that, even if you were uh, not 
uh, interested fully in in wrestling, you at least knew about it, or you knew the characters. Um, you know, Macho Man, Randy Savage. You had uh, Hulk Hogan. Uh, you had the Undertaker. I mean, you had just, and of course, you look at the entertainment side. You had um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You had John Cena. Just clearly, there was some uh, some major talent, some major names to come out of that, right? And to have these two properties now be under the same roof is um, pretty substantial. So the deal is not done yet uh, as of this episode, uh, which is Monday, April 3rd. But um, it should be done soon, probably by the end of the week and will be announced, uh, if not before then. Uh, but this is uh, really interesting because I think uh, for multiple reasons, which we'll get into, um, I, I think is going to be an, a great opportunity for Endeavor. So I want to dive in a little bit here and give uh, some background because I think, um, you know, and I, I think that it's, it's uh, you know, something to um, to take a look at to really understand the full complexity of this deal. So on the Endeavor side, you have Ari Emanuel and Patrick Whitesell. These are the two names that you hear for the most part with Endeavor. So Endeavor Group Holdings Incorporated is the main overarching company, uh, which is maybe better known as William Morris Endeavor or WMEIMG. Uh, it has a deal in place to purchase Vince McMahon's World Wrestling Entertainment, or better known as WWE. Uh, the purchase price is likely to be in the billions of dollars, considering that WWE is valued at $9.3 billion as of today. Uh, the result is going to be an Endeavor-owned uh, Dana White Ultimate Fighting Championship, because you, you got to remember that Dana White still uh, is the CEO of uh, Ultimate Fighting Championship, or UFC. The parent company of UFC is Zufa Incorporated, which is based in Las Vegas. And it'll be the end result will be a combined UFC Fighting Championship with WWE. And it'll be this sort of entertainment, media, and sports powerhouse as a spinoff public company. Um, that's a lot to follow, but if that doesn't excite you, even as a um, maybe as a non-wrestling fan, uh, I'd probably classify myself as somebody who uh, maybe watched it once in a while growing up. Uh, but you I at least knew who the characters were and you appreciated the characters and you'd see them in movies and you appreciated the crossover and the work that went into it. Uh, other people, obviously far more, um, you know, more of a uh, fans into it. I would classify myself as more of the basketball and a, a baseball fan growing up and, and, and clearly love all sports now and all entertainment now, but, um, and just in terms of growing up. But again, my point being is, is that uh, this is going to be a powerhouse company. Um, a buddy joked with me recently and said uh, that uh, he bought some Endeavor stock <laughs> you know, as a result of this deal. Uh, we don't give tax or uh, stock advice on this show, uh, but it was a funny comment that you know, sort of Endeavor is like taking over the world, right? And they're doing they're doing a really good job at uh, bringing properties together. And this next segment that we get into, I think, will demonstrate what I'm talking about. If that initial part didn't. So the combination of these important entertainment business, uh, sports businesses under one sort of proverbial roof, if you will, because there is separation, right? Because UFC and WWE will be a separate company, but ultimately you're going to have a parent company. There's going to be tie-ins. The 
same folks or some of the same folks who have ownership and control in Endeavor will have ownership and control in uh, this new UFC WWE company. Uh, but this sort of being under one roof with Ari Emanuel at the head, it really can't be overstated, right? Uh, Endeavor has, so just going through the list, Endeavor has massive access to college sports through uh, Mark McCormick's formerly owned International Management Group, or IMG, which was a completely large company in itself. Uh, and of course, great book by Mark McCormick. I always recommend to people called uh, What They Don't Teach You at Harvard Business School. Uh, wonderful book about his career and him representing Jack Nicholas, him representing um, Arnold Palmer and Gary Player all at the same time. He signed one of those guys on a napkin at a dinner. So uh, great stories, highly recommend. Um, also recommend the book Powerhouse, which is about CAA and Endeavor and um, CAA as a whole, but it talks about Endeavor and talks about Patrick Whitesell, talks about uh, Ari Emanuel and all of that. But again, point being, IMG is a huge company and Endeavor owns it. Endeavor also for a period of time had a company called Endeavor Content. Now, when the Writers Guild of America or WGA in 2019 went on strike and they were going through negotiations, uh, one of the big complaints they had was that you know companies like Endeavor and CAA were getting too much into distribution, uh, meaning that they would both um, represent the talent but then also do packaging and you would bring together a producer, a writer, a director, uh, an acting talent, put them in a package. They would usually represent all of them in one, get the money together, uh, help put this thing together. And in many ways, the argument was that it was driving the cost down for some of the talent for, for, for WGA writers, uh, which is of course a union. Um, and look, there may have been some evidence to that. I think clearly that they made a good argument for that, and they probably provided some good evidence. I wasn't in the negotiation room, but I imagine there was. But the point being is, is that Endeavor had to sell off 80% of its content business, and it sold to a South Korean company called CJENM, and they still own 20%. And the new WGA rules are that you can only own 20% of a production house, right? So essentially Endeavor was both controlling the talent side and the selling side, um, which is really not great. Uh, but that being said, the industry has changed. And when you look at streaming and everything else, uh, which is still trying to figure itself out, uh, I think ultimately Hollywood would be in a good place if they could find a way to have the movie theaters be big again and then streaming be the DVDs of old. Um, whether that actually happens uh, is another story, and at least the way that it's currently going, maybe not. Um, but, you know, again, if you create great movies, people will show up and you can get an excitement back going. Okay, so back to the story. Endeavor had to sell 80% of this because of the WGA issues, but it still owns 20% of a major content company, um, uh, which has now been renamed uh, to fifth season from Endeavor Content. Obviously, when you're selling a company in that massive amount of size, you want to change the name particularly when it's having issues with the with the major union in your um, in your industry. And of course, the WGA is going through another negotiation right now. Um, and uh, um, and so we'll see how that plays out and whether there's going to be a strike. Hopefully not. I think that would really affect the industry in a bad way. But we'll see what kind of deal they can come to. So again, there was this limit on packaging. Um, and then sort of moving on, Endeavor also has WME, which by the way, which is William Morris Endeavor, uh, one of the largest talent agencies in the world, uh, by itself is maybe the 
top or maybe the second, you know, top two for sure uh, of talent agency in the world, right next to um, the Creative Artist Agent, Creative Artist Agency or CAA. So uh, again, uh, and of course, CAA recently purchased ICM, uh, and you still have a few other agencies out there, uh, but you know, again, they're one of the top two agencies in the world. Endeavor also owns Professional Bull Riders or PBR. They own Endeavor Streaming, which is formerly New Lion. Uh, so again, they have a streaming platform um, and they have partnerships or some sort of investment with Silver Lake Partners, Tencent, which is a major Chinese company, Turner Broadcasting for eSports. They own the Miss Universe organization, which is formerly owned by President Donald Trump. Um, they also own On Location, which is a uh, an events group. Uh, they have deals with SoftBank, Fidelity Investments, Sequoia Capital, uh, Fountain Invest Partners, and also also MSD Capital, which is uh, Michael Dell's company, obviously of Dell Computers. Uh, and if that was not enough, Endeavor also represents the National Football League in the NHL in major negotiations. So, um, and if you're talking about Hollywood deal making, I mean, these guys are at the center of most of those conversations, next to CAA and uh, the other major. Um, talent agencies that are out there. So it's, it's, it's an interesting deal. Uh, I think it was a smart move by Endeavor to do this. I think to own that content um, is really going to be uh, a fantastic opportunity for them. And um, so we'll sort of see how it plays out. And of course, the other top Hollywood agency is uh, UTA. So United Talent Agency. So those are the big three now. It used to be a big four potentially used to be a big five, but of course now you have um, really the top three in CAA, WME, and uh, you know UTA. So what does all of this mean? What does this whole deal mean of, um, of uh, Endeavor purchasing uh, World Wrestling Entertainment or WWE? I really think that there are, um, you know, four areas I think taking a that I'm going to take a look at here, where there's either going to be business improvement or issues to watch um, in sort of this deal making endeavor, uh, pun intended. So uh, first, there's going to be more talent under one roof than I think we've ever seen before with this purchase. Um, you're saying to yourself, well, what kind of talent does WWE have? Well, a lot. I mean, this is a very popular um, uh, property. I mean, this is a, a huge asset. You know, tra traditional Hollywood entertainment will now be under WWE or Endeavor's roof. Uh, sports stars, college athletes, esports uh, players, uh, and now you're going to have wrestling athletes and entertainers, along with uh, mixed martial artist fighters. Uh, so Endeavor quite literally has covered the talent gamut. Uh, secondly, the UFC WWE brand is about to cash in on some serious television and streaming dollars. So according to Front Office Sports. WWE's broadcast deals with Fox and NBC Universal are, are worth almost $500 million and are set to expire in 2024, so next year. Uh, UFC has a separate broadcast and exclusive deal and streaming deal with ESPN worth $300 million a year, set to expire in 2026. So you do the numbers. That's $500 million, right? Um, I think with those two combined properties, you're easily going to sell for over a billion dollars. And it's likely to be over multiple years. So now, because of those years difference, because you have 2024 where the WWE broadcast is, deal is ending, 2026 is when 
the ESPN deal with UFC is ending. Maybe there's a quick two-year short-term deal unless somehow both properties can be sold together in a future deal. Or maybe what it is is you have two years or under um, you know, just for uh, WWE. And then once um, um, once UFC can join that deal, the numbers would go up. Similar to the way the Big Ten did it when they added USC and UCLA, they said that the current distribution would be $70 million a year per school. But if any new schools were added, let's say Notre Dame or Stanford or Oregon or Washington or what have you, if any new schools were added, uh, that number would jump to $90 million. So maybe a similar deal like that could be done. We'll see. But again, I think a billion dollars is clearly going to be the mark here. And that's probably going to be per year for both properties, if not more, maybe 1.2 billion, 1.5 billion, probably 1.2. I would say that would probably be the max. Um, but we'll see. And uh, definitely going to be over a billion dollars in total value. Uh, and obviously, it'd be a multiple year deal. So maybe you're talking about multiple millions, billions of dollars. Of course, what's interesting is Endeavor does have the streaming platform in Endeavor Streaming. So maybe some of this distribution comes through that. Although, unless they're selling subscriptions, which I assume they would be if they went that route, they're probably not going to make the amount of money that they'll get from selling it to Fox or NBC or ESPN or Amazon or whoever it is. Third point is there's unlikely to be any antitrust issues because Endeavor is purchasing a non-competing property. Uh, it's somewhat similar that it's entertainment and sports, but um, it's different. And it's not like they're purchasing a studio or, uh, you know, something like that. They're they're purchasing basically another inter, uh, um, another talent agency in many ways, uh, because that's talent and production or talent and um, uh, I guess maybe production, um, you know. But I think one of the cool things that Endeavor has done here is that the two properties that they own in terms of sports uh, are non-union and PBR is non-union as well. But when you have UFC and WWE, those are non-union properties. So, um, you know, there's not going to be any union issues there in terms of controlling distribution and talent. So they probably won't run across the WGA issues, but it's something uh, to keep in mind or the same issues that WGA had raised. Uh one of the issues being that it's multiple levels of control over talent and distribution. So again, it's not an outright issue, but it's something to keep in mind. And I think lastly, maybe this is the most exciting for folks and for Hollywood in general. And, and really, I think with what UFC and Endeavor were looking at is really two things. One was this point that you'd be able to sell uh, the broadcast and streaming um, copyright uh, and have, um, or options, if you will, and uh, sell those to a, a major network or studio or um, or uh, broadcaster, right? And uh, that's a lot of money. So that's that's number one. And both combined are clearly going to make a lot of money. I think the second thing is the idea of talent mixing up together. Now, is it likely that a wrestler is going to get into you know a, a UFC you know ring? No. Not going to happen, right? Unless they're clearly trained for that. We're not going to just throw people in there to to do that. Uh, but I think the talent of having under one roof is going to be significant. And when you look at guys like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, John Cena, these guys were able to leave the w, WWE ring to go to the silver screen in Hollywood. And there's so many storylines, so many potentials for documentaries, television series, and feature films to be considered 
because you're going to have talent from both UFC and WWE. Um, and of course, UFC will own the copyright for WWE. Uh, and of course, if you didn't know, Vin, the part of the deal that Vince McMahon had has negotiated as part of the sell of WWE to Endeavor is that there were, he would basically retain some life story rights for a documentary or future film. Hey, maybe Endeavor ends up producing and or um, helping to distribute that film. So we'll see. And and God knows uh, Vince McMahon has lived, um, you know, uh, an entertaining life to say the least. So uh, somebody who's been in the in the press for the last you know forty years, fifty years. But uh, it's it's very exciting. I, I think with what what they have going, uh, I think this was a great move by Endeavor. Uh, I, I think they continue to be one of the more innovative companies. Uh, continue to uh, do some major deal making in entertainment, media, and sports. And Endeavor's purchase of WWE is just in line with that. So. Uh, again, folks, thanks for listening in. This has been episode 13 of season five. I'm your host, Jeremy Evans. This is the California Sports Lawyer Podcast. This episode has been brought to you by Bet Online. Again, thank you for listening in and making us number one sports law podcast in the world. And we will look forward to being back with you next week. Thank you so much.